Not many directors of photography know how to light black skin. So on the one hand, it's nice to see a slicker-than-slick film starring two beautiful African-American actors, the DP Ken Sang, knowing how to make them glow gold. Obsessed even provides a richly deserved starring role for Idris Elba, an actor of enviable physical presence, and I've been waiting for him to finally hit it big. So why, with so much talent warming up in the bullpen, did we have to play by the hoary old rules of fatal attraction? And even that might have been a kick, as good trash can be a kick. What we didn't expect was to be bored out of our skulls. How did it happen that Elba, as the mega-successful corporate exec, and Beyoncé Knowles, as his blindingly beautiful trophy wife, who can keep her man in line by christening each room of the new house with carpet burns for both of them, can't even hold our attention, let alone our interest? Well, the answer, nobody involved really knew what kind of movie they were making. Sound unlikely? Remember Striptease? Probably not, but Demi Moore was in it, big star. It was based on a satirical novel by funny Carl Heisen, big star, and it was directed by Andy Bregman, who doesn't work nearly enough. Not a big star, but very talented. Unfortunately, nobody bothered to tell Ms. Moore that this film was a comedy. Something similar seems to have happened with Obsessed. The first four-fifths are played not as a thriller, but as a drama, and that is dead wrong. It goes like this. Man on top of the world, respected at a handsomely paying job. Perfect wife, once a temp who occupied the desk outside man's office. So man is only human. And you expect that when this situation, among other things, arises again, a sexy blonde temp, Ali Larder, wow, who can switch from flirtatious to conniving to bananas in the blink of a pretty eye, occupies the man's same desk, well, the man might be human one more time. That's what happened to Michael Douglas back in the good old 80s, confounding every man in America who didn't get why he would risk losing his wife, Ann Archer, combing her hair in a negligee for aggressive, skinny Glenn Close. You might be a little gratified by the drunken heaving and pawing in the men's room stall at the office Christmas party. You might nod in fond remembrance when the wackadoo shows up naked in the guy's hotel bed on a business trip. But then the letdown, no, let's call it a betrayal, is that this guy is a monk, never touches her, shoves her away, in fact. No, no, couldn't possibly. At one point, the temp resorts to slipping him a Mickey Finn, and though she finally, after this cheating, has her way with him, sort of. The script forgets that Christine Lottie's police detective might like this explained. Look, we didn't want a monk. We wanted our stereotype, and please remember that I said stereotype, validated that when it comes to women, men are sleazeballs. We wanted the thrill of shameful, elevator-rocking, sink-breaking sex. We wanted hubris-humbled, comeuppance-delivered, and the spouses coming together at last to defend the sanctity of the American dream. What we wanted, to wit, was a Burger King Whopper. Well, there is, in the end, a little nice pulp at last, if your date can shake you awake for it, or if you Netflix the film and skip forward to that scene, I guess it's time to coin that noun's usage as a verb. A home-wrecking catfight to give Uma Thurman and Daryl Hannah a run for their money. Spread that over the whole film, and it might even be possible to make a case for the existence of Obsessed. As it is, I never thought I'd say it, but where are you when we need you, Joe Esterhouse? Reviewing movies for WFIU, this is Peter Noble Kachera. <laughs>